Ladies and gentlemen, I am Gabriel Devine. He is Titanic. We're coming to you with another episode of Wrestling with the Locals. Today we're joined by a man whose last name is synonymous with, with WWE, and uh, hopefully one day we'll see him there. If not, I mean, he's making head waves already in this business, Titanic, and we saw him at All In, and this is our first person that we're going to get to interview that was a part of All In. You know, we're reaching out to uh, Marco Stunt and a couple others that I've spoke to, and Man, it's an honor to get him on the phone. I don't know what else to say about him because I don't know a whole lot about where he's been working, and we're going to find that out today. But we know who his father is, and with that said, Austin, are you there, my friend? What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm super excited. That was a hell of an intro, even though you don't know any of anything I've done so far, but that's okay because I haven't done anything so far. I'm so super green in this business, but yes, you are correct. You have seen me on All In, and that's pretty cool and special. So thanks for having me on. You're welcome, man. And I wasn't trying to cut you short because, I mean, I know that you're, <laughs> you're training and you're working, and that you, you got to start somewhere. And, and a hell of a start if that was your first official match at All In. You had a good performance alongside your father, you know, Billy Gunn and you, Austin Gunn. Y'all did a hell of a performance in the All In Battle Royal, and Man, I look forward to seeing you down the road and seeing what you, you know, you you succumb to and, and, and how well you turn out. Yeah, you can't get much better than that. The father-son duo kind of added a little bit of, uh, kind of added it. Sorry, my dogs are barking. No, you're fine. A little bit of like a mix to all in and kind of gave it that good feeling, that good home feel of just like the father-son kind of doing it. Me getting into this business and making that appearance in front of 11,000 people was amazing. And then also having my dad, a legend, just in the ring with me was just a special moment for me. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm excited for what the future holds, and I can't wait for you guys to see what, what happens here in the next coming months and maybe a year, and hopefully uh, I can turn some heads and make a name for myself. Man, I sure hope you can, because, you know, with your last name, everybody expects greatness, but set your last name aside, you've got to pave your own path. And you look, you're awesomely built. You're toned for this business. You know, you, you had great ring awareness. You knew what you were doing. So with that said, my first question that I always ask everybody, doesn't matter who it is, doesn't matter if it's Cody Rhodes, I always ask the same question. Who trained you and who influenced you to get in this business? Um, I think, well, I'll answer the first question. Who trained me is my father. My, my father has been super hands-on with me ever since I want, I told him the day that I wanted to get in this business, and he's been very, very helpful and very patient with me. Um, but yeah, it just it, it comes super natural to me. I've been growing up around this business my entire life. I've been surrounded by superstars, The Rock, Stone Cold my entire life. And being backstage, I got to see that aspect of the business and how that worked. And then I also got to see it from a fan's perspective because my dad was my biggest fan growing up. Just watching him, being able to watch him in the ring and, and perfect his craft is just, it's something that I hold very close to my heart. And it's a cool experience growing up. Um, but yeah, it, my last name does come with a lot of, lot of expectations and that's okay because it comes with a lot of pressure and I'm good at handling pressure when it comes to proving people wrong and just sticking to my own path and doing my own thing. So I've made it very clear with him that um, now is the time in my career where I need to start kind of 
separating myself from that umbrella that he has me under. And I don't want anybody to mention me as, oh, oh, that's just Austin. That's Billy Gunn's son. I don't want right. to work like that. I, I kind of want to make a name for myself and kind of, yeah, forge my own path, just like you said. And, and I want people to remember, yes, my last name and who I come from because it's a respect thing. And I want people to know where I come from because I think that's very special. Um, but I also don't want people to think, like, oh, he just got his business because his dad is in it and he has connections and stuff like that. No, I genuinely just fell in love with his business. And the day my dad trained me, the very first day, he beat me up for three hours and I fell in love with it. So I've been rolling with the punches ever since. I just graduated and I'm allowed to go into this 100% now. So, yeah, I mean, the all-in thing was just a super big boost for me and just something super special. And it was it was just an awesome time. So that was literally your first match? No. So I've had I, my very first match was in Valdosta, Georgia. I had a tag team with my dad, and I had um, Damos was one of my opponents, and Adam Rose was one of them. Okay. And we kind of just took it slow. I stuck to what I knew, and it was just kind of a thing to kind of get me in the ring, see what the fans are all about, and see see how it is doing it live instead of just in practice over and over and over. Because in practice, you can make as many mistakes as you want. But when you're in front of a live audience, it's much different. There's a lot more pressure on you and stuff like that. So I got my feet wet with that tag team. And then ever since then, I've had, I think, four singles matches, some for OVW, for Al Snow, um, and just a couple here and there. And then my sixth match was just uh, just in front of 11,000 people on pay-per-view on WGN in Chicago. And it just blew me out of the water. I just I took it as an experience and just something I'll remember forever. Right. And, and man, that's amazing. And you know, I remember when I first broke in. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Right. When I first broke in, you know, 18 years ago, I was probably 15, 16 at the time here, and man, I was so nervous. And I didn't have my dad. My dad wasn't there, but I had some really good friends. You know, we had Moon Dogs boys around us, and we had Lawler around us, and it was just an honor and a privilege to do that. And uh, you know, I think the biggest crowd I've ever been in front of was 9,000 and something in uh, Batesville, Mississippi. And we had Dusty Rhodes and some other guys on the card. So I can just imagine the butterflies that y'all had in front of 11,000 strong because, man, they were on their feet from start to finish of that show. It was freaking fantastic. Yeah, I think I, I think all in was just a great experience. And just I think the crowd knew exactly what that that pay-per-view meant in like it, it made history it, it made wrestling history and i was so fortunate to be back there backstage getting ready with all of these legends and just being around that just persona of energy and the crowd just brought their a-game and right when i stepped out there i kind of I, I i don't know man i was nervous for sure but then once i got out in the crowd I always snap into my zone, and once I'm in my zone, it, it kind of it's smooth sailing from there. But when I when I was down by the ringside, I saw John Mayer front row, and I immediately just walked up to him and just had a conversation with him to kind of calm me down and get my mind off the whole <laughs> world watching me right now. Right. I mean, props and shout out to John Mayer because like I was just talking about how big of a fan I am of his, 
and I was just down there ringside having a conversation with John Mayer, say the least. And and then I turned around and it was ready for the match, and I kind of just got back into my zone again. But yeah, it was very nerve wracking just being out in front, whether it's whether it's five people in the crowd or eleven thousand, it doesn't matter. It's the day you don't have that nervous feeling or the jitters or that good butterfly feeling is the day I'll walk out of the ring and never do this again. Amen. I, just, I get it every single time. Amen. Because if you ain't nervous and you don't have that butterfly feeling, you don't love it as much anymore. Exactly. Man, I love, I love, I love hearing that. And, and knowing where you come from, I know that you have tremendous respect for this business because, I mean, I've worked a few shows with your father. I mean, I don't know him as well as I know Al Snow, for say, because Al Snow is one of our sponsors. I deal with him quite a bit. So shout out to Al and OVW. I'm glad that he bought it, and hopefully he can turn it into something very successful. And, man, it's just, it's just an honor, you know, to know guys and be a part of this business. And have you got any funny stories that you would want to share? I mean, I know that you said you've only had a few matches. You know. Um, I'm trying to, right when I do this question, what's coming? I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know if I have any, um, I don't know if I have any funny stories yet. I think it's, I think what's funny to me is just kind of, just taking a step back and realizing how fortunate I am to be in this position one. And two, just being surrounded by all of these people that fans would lose their mind if they were in my position. Right. Because I'm I like, okay, so I guess I have a good story. So back during my childhood, this isn't necessarily when I started my wrestling career, but this is back when I'm eight years old. This was back when my dad was in WWE. We, um, my family's really close with Big Show and... Um, so I, I see him as an uncle to me. So one, one day it was his birthday and it was Christmas or something like that. I don't, I don't remember what he was, but I got him a Christmas gift. Like I got him a card, wrote him a card and this big, gigantic seven foot, 300 plus pounds man. So I, he picked me up. I gave him his card. He read the card. He started crying uncontrollably and I hate to put him on blast, but it was just one of the coolest moments ever to make the big show cry. And then right after he set me down, he brought me out to the parking lot and he had his escalator, whatever he had at the time, the SUV, popped the trunk and there was a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox with about 50 games just in a row and it was our birthday present for that year. So it was just, I guess that's a cool story that I have. Um, but yeah, it was like the PlayStation console and the Xbox. So like... I don't know why he got us both, but yeah, it was a, it was a cool story, a cool moment for sure. That's awesome, dude. I do have one question as a, as a fan and you know, and someone who's worked with your father. Being in your shoes, what was it like the first time you saw your dad doing what he does? Um, I think it was very natural. Um, I think I just since, like I said, and many times before, it's just I grew up around all the all of this stuff, so. Dad was just dad to me. Whatever right. he did on TV, he was just being himself and and kind of just embarrassing himself and acting funny and doing all that stuff. And I just saw it as that's my dad being my dad. And it was nothing crazy to me because I was it was normal to me because I saw grown men fighting in their like tights or underwear, whatever you want to call them. And it was just like that was normal to me growing up. And people. Like at school and my or like other parents didn't understand wrestling if they didn't 
watching and didn't really get what my dad did or anything like that. But then there were also those people that were like, oh my gosh, Billy Gunn is your dad? That's crazy. And then he would drop me off at Pop Warner or whatever sport I was playing at the time and like people would lose their mind. But, but just growing up, it was just super natural to me and just super normal. I think that's why I'm so comfortable being in the ring and being in front of cameras and crowds because that's just who I am as a person. And it's never, I've never been embarrassed of anything. I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself or embarrass myself. And I think that's super natural because if you're not willing to play a character and have somebody else believe that you're this goofy person or if you're a dead man like The Undertaker or if you're like that, then what are you in this business for? To act cool or like, I don't know what you're doing. So, right. I don't know. It's just growing up, that was just super natural to me. It wasn't really crazy seeing my dad act like a fool on TV or wrestle or beat up people because that was cool to me. That was that was my childhood. Right. I just had, <clears throat> I had to ask that question because, you know, we don't tell anybody when we're interviewing someone as big as you. We wait until we do it, and then if they have questions, we try to get you back on to answer their questions. We kind of give them a shock yeah. factor. We don't want to give it away to them. Yep. So that yeah. was something that I knew would be asked, so I thought I would just ask it now. That way they didn't ask later. You know, so your dad goes around and just cross-chops people and tell them to suck it all the time. I mean, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was it was very cool until I got in trouble at school one day for it. <laughs> yeah, my, my my nephew did the same thing to his teacher, uh, and I got in trouble by his mama because he went he went to school and he told the teacher to suck it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got in trouble my sixth grade year in school. We were, uh, I got into a fight with a kid, and right in the middle of the fight, I just stopped and did the DX chop, and I said, suck it. And the teacher said, what did you just say? I said, I said, suck it. And, yeah, and it didn't help that my grandmother taught at the school, too, because I got my butt tore up by the principal. Grandma came down, tore my butt up, and then when I got home, my dad tore my butt up, so. Yeah, it's good intimidation before a fight. Let them know what you're about. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've always been a huge fan of everything DX. My, you know, my influence was Shawn Michaels and Jeff Jarrett. So, I mean, when I broke in, I wanted to be anything that I could to do anything like Shawn and Jeff. And then as I started watching, I fell in love with the road dog and I fell in love with Billy and loved everything they did. And my brother over here, he's a huge fan of Triple H. You know, that's, when we sit back and we watch old footage, we watch a lot of the DX stuff because they were some of the most over, most charismatic. They believed in their sales. And, and man, a lot of the guys that break in this business today don't have that belief in their selves anymore. So it just isn't as entertaining as it used to be. Yeah, and you can kind of see right through that kind of stuff. Uh, whether you're watching on TV or you're watching it live, it's like, it's not that it, it's it's like they're not very genuinely happy. It's kind of like they're acting like they're happy and acting like they're happy to be out there. Right. And that's something that I want, that's something when it brings back to like butterflies, <clears throat> I legit get butterflies because when I step out of that curtain, I can be myself and I can just put myself out there and be as crazy as I can. And I, I try to get the crowd on my side and just 
that's what they're there for. They're they're there to get entertained. They're there to uh, to watch storytelling in the form of wrestling and stuff like that. And that's what I'm there to give it to them. And I think I think this is definitely my calling. And it, it just so happened to work out like that that my dad is Billy Gunn and growing up around the business. But I think it's just it's always been somewhere deep inside. And now I'm able to kind of take that all in and bring it out to the ring and show people that, yes, I am Billy Gunn's son, but I'm also my own person. Let's have some fun and enjoy the show. So So with him being your father set aside, where do you see yourself going in the future? What are your goals for your career in the wrestling business? So I think, I think if you ask anybody else that question, I think, I think their immediate response was to make it to WWE or make it to, win a world heavyweight championship or just hold that belt or something like that. But it, I, I don't know. I haven't really sat down and made a goal like that for myself because yes, that would be very cool. And that would be very, very just special. But I think I'm just in it to have fun. And, and this is a job. This is a job that I get to have fun and it's a passion for me. And as long as I'm having fun, then I'm okay with it. And if I make it to a big corporation or a company like WWE or New Japan or anything like that, then I'll be incredibly grateful because I want to perfect my craft and I want to grow and learn as much as I can and be as good as I can. Like, And it's just, that's literally as simple as that. And as long as I'm having fun, that's all that matters. And like, I'm going to go back to what I said is, whether there's five people in the crowd or however many in the crowd, like 11,000, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm having fun and they're having fun and entertaining, then that's what, that's what's more special to me than winning the belt or just anything else. It's just, I'm having fun. And that's, that's, that's it. Hell yeah. I love hearing that from someone who's just breaking in, man. That's, I mean, I've wrestled in front of two people before. Right. And we, yeah. we were doing a big pool part at the end. Yeah, I think one of my dad's um, first matches was in front of my mom, my grandma, and one random fan. There you go. So, you you have to start somewhere. Right, you got to pay your dues. You got to do it the right way if you want to enjoy it. And then he he trained for however many months, and then he made his debut for WWE in front of 40,000 people. So, that's one hell of a tryout. Right. So, um, we're going to pause right there, and I'm going to ask you – to give out some information to everybody. How can a promoter book you? How can a promoter reach you if they're wanting to get you on their show? You got Instagram, Twitter. I mean, we know you got Twitter, Facebook, you know, uh, an email. Yep. I have, um, I have, I only use Instagram and Twitter. My, I do have a Facebook, but it's more like personal. Right. And I don't really go on it that often. So I only go on really, um, Instagram and Twitter. My booking information is on there. It's often stop s o p p yahoo dot com, and then it's all on my Instagram and Twitter too. So my booking info is on there, and then yeah, it's basically just those two. That's awesome. Do y'all have any? Do you have a website with merchandise for sale or anything? While I'm on that topic, yeah. So yeah, I have I have three designs or four designs, excuse me, out on prowrestlingtees dot com. And then if you just type in Austin Gun G U N N, then all my merchandise will pop up. I actually do have a new shirt, I think, in the works right now that I'm gonna 
I'm going to throw up on there soon, which is kind of like a throwback and a tribute to the Attitude Era. So, yeah, it'll be cool. I have some cool designs on there. You should go check them out. And then my booking info is on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can just find me on Austin Gun on both of those. Awesome. We'll make sure to share that with all of our followers because we run shows in the Arkansas area and we have friends that promote Tennessee and Mississippi and Louisiana and all over. So we'll we'll do our best to spread the word for you and get that out there. And so uh, after All In, where do you see yourself going from there? Um, well, fortunately enough, behind the scenes at All In, there was there's a lot of people there and a lot of connections there. So I, I can't reveal too much information about that stuff, but I can say there were some top dogs there that I talked to and I got in connection with and I got to see again, actually, because I've met them before. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think coming in the next year or so, or maybe the next couple of months, even I'll be, I'll be making some pretty big moves if everything falls into place and I'm grateful enough to, to do something like that, but there there are some stuff on the table right now that I can't really get into detail about because they're not official. That's understandable. Yeah, just, just, yeah, if you follow me, just keep an eye out because I'll definitely post it when, um, if that all falls through, but yeah. That'd be awesome because, man, you'd be an asset to any roster, I'll tell you that right now. I was impressed. Now you could tell me that was a sixth match. No. I thought you'd been working longer than that, brother. I really did because when we were sitting here and we were watching, you know, we wanted to be in Chicago, and we had some friends on the card, but we weren't able to make the trip. I've got kids, and, you know, we've got real jobs and stuff going on, so we had to, you know, make the sacrifice and stay home. But, man, we watched, and I enjoyed every minute of it. You know, we had a good friend of ours, Marco Stunt, uh, was in the Battle Royal with y'all, and I loved yeah, the spot. Actually, yeah, he was actually one of the, the, the few people that I was hanging out with backstage and kind of just, learning from and kind of just hanging out and see where he comes from because that's the first time I've ever met him. He was sitting next to us um, at StarCast signing autographs right next to us. So I got to meet him. He's a really, really cool dude. Um, I was fortunate enough to be in the ring with him and kind of just have fun together. Man, I love the spot where your dad, as uh, Bully Ray was trying to powerbomb him, and your dad catches him, and, and then just when he's done using him, he just throws him to the side. I thought, that's some good shit. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he just turns around, and then I'm right there to take him out. Yep, that was great. I mean, it was it was fantastic. And, and you know, as a, as a fan of your dad's, I'm going to send the respect your way and follow your career because I want to see not just because of who your dad is, but because of the fact that we're having this conversation, and I hear the respect that you have for this business and the love that you have for it. I want to see where you end up because if you end up in New Japan or you end up on Ring of Honor, you're gonna be somebody on there because you have it, dude. You, you know, like like yeah. Titanic said, we couldn't tell it was your sixth match, and I've seen some stuff with you in it. I didn't realize that you know you were only about six matches in, and that's fantastic. I mean, to be in that polished of a shape and form in the ring and have that knowledge bestowed upon you from from your father and the others and and to be able to carry what you do you seem very comfortable yeah 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 and i, I think i think it comes from the way i was raised my mom did raise me very well to be humble and respectful and i think this growing up in general i never really liked to boast about who my dad was and my friends knew who they were or who, who he was so like whenever they would mention him i would kind of keep quiet and i didn't really like that attention on me because 
I don't want to be known as that kid that goes around and goes, hey, guess who my dad is and stuff like that. So my mom taught me how to be very humble about that stuff, and I've never been that type of person. But I think one thing that separates me from maybe other second generation superstars is just like, I just keep my mouth shut and my, my ears open, and I'm, I'm grateful to be in the situation that I am. And I train hard, and I understand what the last name that I've been given in the wrestling industry. I'm going to have to be better than him. I'm going to have to be better than Billy Gunn. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to meet a lot of expectations that people have, and it's always come very natural to me. And my dad tells me all the time that I'm already going to be better than him. So, I mean, that's just—it's a good chip to have on my shoulder, and it's very humbling at the same time because. And in the beginning of this agreement, I said, hey, I want you to be my coach. And if you're not going to be my coach, then I'm going to have to kind of reach out to other people that I know to try and make it in this business. Because he never wanted me to do it. But I think from the start and the get-go, I go, you know, I don't, I don't want to be like other people. I don't want to be, I don't want to have that umbrella over me going that, oh, I'm just Billy Gunn's son. I want to work hard. Whatever I have to do in this business to get there then let me know. But I don't want you to treat me like I'm your son or baby me in any type of way. Right. And then that led to the agreement that, okay, meet me tomorrow morning and then he beat the shit out of me for three hours. So There you go. Yeah. Well, that's always never been so that way. He's been very hard on me in the ring. He's allowed to be very hard on me. Um, I kind of like it that way because when we're in the ring, it's kind of like, yeah, we have that connection, but it's also, I understand that he's the coach, I'm the student. Let me learn as much as I can while I'm in the situation. So. Right. It's good that you have your father there to be the one that's kicking your ass and putting you in and, and breaking you into this. That way, you know, it's, it's getting done the right way. You're, you're getting the yeah, best and, knowledge and, and privilege think, that you can. Yeah, and I think, we, I think we both have so much trust in each other that all has his back. And no matter what, he has mine, no matter what. He would never put me in a situation where... He thinks I would get hurt or working with someone that just I'm not ready for. And he's been super, super helpful. I really can't thank him enough for everything he's done for me, whether it's helping me get on all in and helping me with that connection and allowing me to feel that energy from all those people and giving me that experience and being in the ring with him. I think that's something super special and something we can both remember forever and, and also helping me get on some of these single shows and helping me with the tag team and the get up and the gear and literally just showing me the ropes and kind of passing it all down to me. So then I take it and I make my own path from it. So that's awesome. That, I mean, it's truly awesome that your father is, you know, there to pass that knowledge on and, and to give you the blessing to be in the business and, and to accept the fact that you want to be a part of it. And, Man, I expect great things from you because just seeing the footage I have seen and the, and the stuff that the guys have shared, it's been great, you know, and seeing you at All In, and we keep talking about All In. I don't want you to give away anything, but I do, man, I do hope for the best. And, and you know, if those connections that you've made, you know, work out, hopefully we can get you back on and, you know, you can make yeah, your announcement on yeah, here as well and stuff. Down the road, I'll be fine with someone big, and you guys can have me back on, and we can kind of reminisce about this interview. There you go, man, and that's what it's all about. And hopefully, you know, we can keep in touch on Twitter and and keep in touch. You've got our number now. You can call us anytime you want to shoot the shit, man, and 
we'll keep in touch and, and send you blessings and prayers because I, I hope for I hope for the best for you and man I see great things in your future not just because of who you are but because of the love you have for this business and the passion I can hear it in the way you talk I can see it in the way you move in the ring you you've got it keep up the yeah, damn good work man. I appreciate the compliments and all that stuff it just yeah I think no matter how big I get or anything like that I'll always remain humble and remember who I came from and stuff like that and I, th I think that's that's something I want to keep I don't I don't want to throw that away just because I get a little bit of money or I get a little bit of fame or anything like that I think that's what separates a lot of people uh, from being good humble people or letting it get to their head and a lot of people let it get to their head but thankfully I have a really good support system when it comes to my family and my dad showing me the ropes and my mom just raising me the way she did. And I have a stepmom that's very, very helpful. And stepdad that's very, very helpful. My grandma's still in the game and she helps me every day and is my biggest fan. So it's just, I just have, I come from a really good family and I can't thank them enough. That's awesome. And it's, it's truly <laughs> been an honor to have you on our show, Austin. I appreciate it. And, uh, Man, hopefully we can work something out. We're, we'll be running shows again here in a couple of months once the fairs end. We had to shut down because of the fairs and stuff, but maybe we can work something out and get you up this way so everybody up this way can see you. But uh, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have my booking information. You have my number now, so just let me know if anything big comes up. And, yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show because you guys are one of the first. And, I mean, I think that's a special honor so Man, it's it's been an honor, and I will say this, and this is coming from somebody. He's my brother's been around it for twenty years. I've been around it for eighteen. We worked with the list of who's who, and we've done a lot of things. But you are one of the most humble young men that I've ever met. Who is a second generation star? I've met a lot of them, and just because their daddy did something and paved the way for them, a lot of them don't have the respect and that that kindness that you have and that you've spoke with us today about and man yeah. you're gonna go a long way thank you i, I feel I, I that hope so, man finger fingers are crossed just pray for my health amen <laughs> and brother all that stuff. And if i have my health and I, I can't be worried about anything so yeah I'll, definitely. Just, I'll, just continue to, I'll just continue to have fun and um just take this step by step and whatever doors open for me I'm going to take them, and I'm, I'm going to take this business by the balls, if you're going to say that. But, yeah, it's going to be fun, and I, I can't wait to make a name for myself but then represent that gun name. So, Well, definitely take care of your body, and your body will take care of you, my man. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And let your dad know that I, I'm the one that had messaged him on Facebook uh, asking him about the podcast. That way, if he, he says anything, let him know that you've already spoke with us, maybe – Maybe that he'll understand who I was through Facebook because he doesn't know me oh, by yeah. my real name. Well, he's, well he's, he's getting old and he's old age. <laughs> that's why that's why I'm kind of taking the reins because he can't do this shit anymore. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's more athletic and more talented than I'll ever be. So, yeah. How I was going to say. Of, even at the age of 54, he's still more athletic and more jacked than me. So, I can't complain. He Shit, is yeah. jacked. Yeah, he still looks just <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, he's just a he's just a tad jacked. Would you say? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. He still oh, looks yeah. like he could go all night long, brother. He can go forever, man. 
But uh, just just wanted to let you know that way. If he says something, let him know that it was us that had messaged him because he doesn't know me by my shoot name on Facebook. So. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll let him know and I'll buzz him right after this and tell him how well this interview went and stuff like that. How cool you guys were. I appreciate you guys having me on for real. Man, it was awesome, and we look forward to getting you on a show with us and and, and putting you out there here in this area and helping you get your name spread out there. And dude. I, I'm going to follow everything you do from this day forward. I mean, y'all impressed me at all in. You've impressed me with all the footage I've seen. I wish you nothing but the best. I'll pray for your health every day. I'll add you to our list. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, it uh, really means a lot. And I appreciate the support. And, yeah, I can't wait. I hope you guys stay tuned. I have some big things in the works and on the table right now. So Awesome, brother. Go out, Go out there and kick ass and take names. I will, man. Enjoy it. I'm not down with that. Then we got two words for you. Suck it. Thank you, Austin. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Love you, brother. It's been awesome. All right, man. Thanks. Have a good one. You too, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was just an amazing feeling coming off of All In this past weekend on the 1st of September. We got to, you know, we sat back and we, we Facebook live over. We did everything we could to give everybody coverage and, and tidbits of footage of it. I just don't know what to say because that, you know, I've worked with Billy. I've, I've never met his son before. Well, I've talked to him through Twitter. I'm the third cousin of Road Dog. Of Road Dog. Right. So, you know, through marriage. So, I mean, it's. This is one of the. Great, I've said this before about, you know, interviews that we've done with people that we know personally and that we've worked with, you know, but this somebody, you know, we've been talking to a lot of guys from the Florida area and, and that right there is one of the most humble upstart kids in this business. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean shit who his daddy is to him. He wants to make it on his own. Right. And he wants to be his own person. And that's good. You know, a lot of guys, and I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to put anybody on blast, but a lot of guys that have been second and third generation stars treat this business like shit because they think daddy did it, grandpa did it, I can do it, I can do it better because I'm younger and I've got this and I'm jacked and I can whatever, but, you know, that's the Austin gun. That's, you know, you know, not trying to just keep on hounding on the fact that Billy's his dad, but that's Austin gun. He's wanting to make his own way in this business, and kudos to him. I hope like hell that he goes out there, makes his own way, does it his way, man. And I've seen some of the footage. I didn't realize he was only six matches into his career at All In. I mean, you couldn't tell. Like I told him, I mean, I didn't. You can't tell that he was comfortable. And like he said, and and I understand that you get you get in front of a crowd and you go into a zone, and, and you feel that. And then the part where he said he went up there and he saw John, John Mayer. John Mayer. Yeah. And he went and talked to him and he kind of calmed him down. Right. I remember when I stepped foot in the Coliseum, I was right. nervous as can be. I got in the ring and I knew exactly where my family was. I looked up and I said, hi, mom. Right. And then just kind of cooled down. Well, of course, you know, Jerry's right there by me. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, man, and, and I do. When, when we bring CCWA back, I think Austin would be an asset. I think he'd be huge. If he's not, you know, overseas or something big that he's got working, you know, in the works. I'd love to to get him in. We we definitely have to do something. Yeah. And and, and just just him. 
doesn't have to be yeah. his dad, just him. Yeah. He would be an asset. I think him coming in and, and working with Derek or anybody would be fantastic yeah, think, and phenomenal. Yeah. And, and oh, he, yeah. would, he can put on a hell of a show. I've seen some of his single matches on footage. And if you haven't seen him, check him out. I, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but I've seen him on – someone shared it to me on Twitter and on uh, Facebook. But, you know, Austin Sop, or I, I don't want to botch the last name because I, I always botch everything. I'm so horrible with names like – I can't even say Okada's first name, but I've got him on Twitter. If, you, if you're a booker and a promoter and you're out there and you and you want somebody as fantastic as Austin Gunn, get in touch with me. I'll shoot you his Twitter account. I'll shoot you his Instagram. Uh, I've been talking to him through Twitter to you know set up the interview and stuff, and, and he's a really nice kid, and, and he's probably – well, no, he's not older than me because he said he just finished high school, right? Wasn't that what he said? He just graduated? He just so, graduated, from, I think, from his dad. Well, that too. So it's cool. But man, it was a fantastic interview, and it was awesome. My little Riley got to sit in here and listen to some of it because he was it's too nice to hear. It's kind of nice to hear a young guy like that be so humble, because especially with who his daddy is. I mean, and you got all these other kids. They think that their shit don't stink, and right, and it's really disheartening. And for a second generation wrestler, I mean, that's very respectable. And his first, and, and when I asked him where he sees himself in the future, his first comment wasn't, well, I'm going to WWE to take over. I just want to have fun. I want to make my own way and have fun. I mean, it's not like he's trying to piggyback off his dad. He, he's he's blank and open about it. Daddy is getting old, and he ain't going to be able to do this shit much longer. And I want to do it, but I want to do it my way. And that's the way that most guys should be, man. You got to do it your way. I know, and I don't want to put... Harley Race's boy on blast. But Leland Race was not using the race name for the first few years he was in the business. He had a, a whole different persona and used a whole different name. And I worked shows with him, and he was very humble, which I would be too if Harley Race was my daddy because I heard he'd whoop your ass. I mean, I've, I've met Harley a few times, and he always seemed nice, but I've heard that Harley would whoop your ass if you crossed the line, and, and that's how it should be, especially when you're breaking into this business. But, you know, his son wouldn't use his name, and Harley, I don't know if it was Harley didn't want him to or if Leland just had the respect for his dad to make his own name first and then start using the race name. But he went out there, and he got over, and I can't I, – it was Jason something or other. So I can't remember the last name he used, but it was – I think it was Reed or something like that. But he went out there, and I think he held the NWA title at one time. I know we worked a show with it. was him and Colt Cabana in uh, Union City. And he worked Colt Cabana, and they did some cool little spots. And I refereed that, and it was it was a privilege to get to do that. But man, I look forward to you know working with Austin. I really want to see Austin, you know, Austin Gunn on one of our shows. I will have to. We'll definitely have to try to do something. I don't think that that would be. I don't think it would be too outrageous. I mean, you know, I'd love to get Chase Stevens. We were going to have him down for the June Jam, and and some things fell apart, and he had a other things and we had other things that need to be done and but I, I really see good things in Austin's future. He's he's really humble. I mean you don't see that in a lot of these young up and comers and can't put him over enough for that. And man, he's in great shape. I mean, he went out there at all in and, and shit they were in the battle royal from start until right there at the end they went. Yeah. And he didn't he, he didn't look blow up. The thing. Oh, it was I loved it. Podcast. Got two words for you. Awesome. I mean, you couldn't hit it more perfect than that. I mean, Hell kid, no. 
ready to see what he does. I am too. So shout out to you, Austin. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Uh, we hope you're the first of many from All In that come on and give us your story. And, you know, it just sounds like All In was a blast in the back and, and in the, you know, the stadium. Well, I've, man, I've heard so many good things about it, and I hope like hell that All In 2 is a uh, work. Yeah. I'm sure it is from all the hints and, and things that Cody has said and the Bucks and Kenny. And... But with that said, we're going to roll on over to our sponsor thinking situation here. And we're going to give Al Snow, owner of OVW and CollarAndElbowBrand.com a shout out. Use code CCWA29. Saves you 10% on all merchandise purchases through Al Snow's CollarAndElbowBrand.com. We are working to get out on to talk about OVW, Collar and Elbow. I'm hoping to hear back from him within the next day or so. I know he's super freaking busy right now because he's running the damn, he's running Collar and Elbow. He's working and running OVW, just bought that and trying to clean that up and get that where he wants it to be. And he's, man, Al Snow's busy. You know, he, he got out of the, the big time and went to even bigger time in my mind because he's doing his own thing and enjoying his life. And, it ain't easy. Hell no, it ain't. Not not in this day and age, brother. Another shout out. Uh, nothing has been finalized on this sponsorship yet, but we're still in the works with uh, WorkhorseFitnessProducts.com. Tyson Kidd, former WWE Tag Team Champion, a.k.a. TJ Wilson. You can check out WorkhorseFitnessProducts.com. I've got a couple of t-shirts and things in from them. Let me tell you, the t-shirts are comfortable. It's just like wearing my collar and elbow shirts, man. I wear them collar and elbow shirts and my workhorse fitness shirts now all the time. Yes, you do. I do. I wear them all the time. Or And if not, I'm wearing a bullet club shirt or a villain club shirt because, you know, I'm a mark for those guys. But I will definitely, as a fan, to support Austin, I will definitely be going over to check out and see what he's got, especially when he throws out that new uh, throwback to the Attitude Air shirt. Yeah, we definitely Definitely. Uh, and to check that out, I'll plug that for him one more time. To check out Austin Gunn's merchandise, go over to ProWrestlingTees.com, type in Austin Gunn, and it'll bring up all his merchandise. He said he's got like four shirts available now, as mm -hmm. well as he's fixing to throw out a throwback shirt in yeah. honor of the Attitude Era. So, um, guys, this podcast ain't no joke. If you think it's a joke and you think we're just on here shitting and giggling and talking to a bunch of old guys and talking to a bunch of young kids from Florida who are just breaking into the business, you're wrong. We're on here to help you guys get your name out there. If you, if we are talking to an older guy, it's somebody who, you know, like Ruthless Lon McClarity, who has done everything in this business, who's been everywhere and seen everything. Poker. Or Poker Face, who's done everything, or Alan Steele, or Randy Hales, who owned and founded Power Pro and was Crazy the president. Yeah, Crazy Luke Graham. He's been around since the post stone age. No shit, you better not. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was fixing to endorse that comment, and I caught myself because I ain't getting my ass stretched and beat, okay? You can take that ass whooping. Much love to you, Luke, if you're still listening to the podcast now, brother, because he's the one that called you old, not me, brother. Well, I mean, he said, you know, saying it over and over. Well, I mean, shit, when you get so old, you kind of have to put yourself over as old. There you go. Especially in this damn business. But last shout out for Austin Gunn. We really appreciate it. It was awesome. I mean, it was, man. Uh, he's great really showing it all in. And, and man, 
that's one of the best, most respectful interviews that we've done with somebody that's new and up and coming. And we've heard from a lot of guys that haven't been in the business very long, but for somebody to be six matches in and their six match be in front of 11,200 and what, 46 people. And to be as humble. 11,263 or something. Like that. Right. But for somebody to be that humble and that open and man, he's just, I see a bright future for him. Wish him the best. I do too. And, and, I'll keep in touch, and thank you so much for doing the interview. And, and guys, if you're still listening, go over to Pro Wrestling Tees slash Austin Gunn. Buy a shirt for the man. Uh, you know, help him help him out and get his name out there if you're a promoter. Book this kid. He's going to make your stars look good. He's going to make your promotion look good, and having him there not only will help him learn something new, but it will also help your guys learn something new because he's got it. He's got it all. He's, he's a hell of a talent. But uh, with that said, he is Titanic. And and he is Gabriel Devine. And we're out of here. Thanks for listening with Wrestling with the Locals.